I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do, way less than they say. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Can't be a real, might get you canceled. The whole system need to dismantle. Coppers treated like the utmost warning. Trying to rule the block, but don't know what goes on me. News got a story with a new take on me. Carrying out the window with the screw face on me. But I know that God love me when my burn. 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned. Wonder when your government don't make me legal. Burn the whole city if I can't be equal. Get off my please, Brad, I earn that. 400 years, how you still ain't learned? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre. Tell them free my middle finger to your honor. In the days coming down the seconds on the timer. Goofy still trying to purchase that designer. About to buy, learn to grow my own food. Cause I don't like the look they get me in the Whole Foods. And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy. But ain't sweet, think we thin. My whole attitude on MC Ren. It's my neighborhood now, Bob, I bought that. 400 years, how you still ain't caught that? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do way less than they say. 
Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Awakening. It's a brand new week, according to the majority of the world. We're not going to argue what day starts it. We're just going to say that we're glad that you're here. Empress LG. Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm this doing rising? great, this rising, Sir Lance. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. We have a lot of things to do today. And um, yeah. we just have a lot of things, a lot of nice shows to do today. And I'm just glad and ready and primed for it. I took a little run out today and came back in time and, you know, uh, uh, yeah. accomplished, so to say. And uh, yes. I, 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 one thing today, we're used to having Mr. Political on the show. And today he has so much things that he has to take care of, him being Mr. Yeah. Political. So he won't be with us today, but we'll, you know, resume next next Monday. And I'll probably get a couple of little clips in before then on different topics out here in the world. Right, right. He just said to send his love you know, even though he's busy, he was just so amusing in the few minutes that we spoke. <laughs> and I should record this and just put this up. But anyway, know. we know down. He'll make up for it the next time. Keep one a little longer, go a little deeper, and more things will happen for him to touch on. So that's right, what he said. Right. That's on to everybody. Wow! Well, 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 well. Grand rising, everyone. We seem to be. Um, I guess everybody's still celebrating the holiday weekend, um, which is fine. Yeah. You know, everyone, you know, may have gone to family and just, you know, traveling, yeah. traveling yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, we're happy for who's here, you know, and um, I tell you, this title kind of fitting for, you know, this whole holiday thing. But let me just say real quick hello to those folks who took the time to come on in. So Grand Rising, Sunkiss Felicia, good to see you. Grand Rising one with myself. Hello, Midnight Green. It's so good to see you all here. Um, I know there are other people that are, you know, that are here, but they're just not in the chat. So Grand Rising to you all also. Um, hopefully you'll come on in and say hello. Um, but if not, hi, Driss, how you doing? Good to see you. Yes, yes, indeed. Everybody file on in. I wonder if notifications went out, Brother Lance. <laughs> I know. Usually, well, you know this channel. Um, yeah. Not even to keep talking about it, but, you know, this, this, this it's really a funny thing. You know, how they mm -hmm. limit the notifications and mm -hmm. cut down the views and all that stuff. But, you know, right. we, we're creating content not just for YouTube. We're creating right. content on many different platforms. So while they may keep the numbers down here, limit things down here, it's okay. Right. It's going elsewhere, and it'll be distributed even more so out there. So exactly. I don't even pay no mind. It, it, you know, one day is going to come a time where, when we have a, a video that goes up, we have a bunch of people watching it, but the count will say probably negative like fifteen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> oh my say, god, it'll say negative, <laughs> negative my fifteen. My but it doesn't discourage you because this is part of something so much more broad. Yeah. And, um, it used to annoy me a little bit, but it's like, yeah, you know, this is their platform. 
they can do what they want, but the content is mine and I'll do what I want. So exactly, you know, we can distribute exactly. it other places and we have SoundCloud, we have Spotify, we have, um, oh man, just, just all over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can't anchor and all that stuff. So, um, exactly. they can't stop that. So they're going to do what they got to do on this level. But, uh, you know, for this year coming in, like I said, we're going hard. Um, mm-hmm. We're not going to slow down. We're just going to spread out a lot more. And, and there'll be other things to focus on that, that will exactly. bring that support and that love and reach out to people who don't even know us yet. So sure. um, you just have to sure. shoot from the hip and do it from the inside. Internally. Exactly. Hi, Brother Kwame. How are you? Good to see you. Um, you know, hopefully y'all had a wonderful weekend. You know, I know, I know they said the term Christmas and I know that for the most part, everybody, you know, try to gather together as family mm-hmm. and enjoy each other's company, you know, um, as much as we could. And um, for those who, you know, unfortunately, the sad part of it, don't have family. And you know why it's sad? Because family is, uh, what is it, 24-7, 365? You know, and we use Thanksgiving and Christmas as this, you know, okay, this is the time when you acknowledge family. This is the time when, you know, you bring family together. And then people start to look around and look at themselves and they start to say, "Um, I don't have any family or I don't have anybody. I mean, you have friends, you have people, but that quote unquote family narrative gets a lot of people, you know, caught up in the foolishness, you know, and people do things at this time of the year, you know, not so nice things to themselves because they can't deal with the stress of, you know, what the season so supposedly entails, you know. Yeah. Uh, Brother Kwame, uh, if you're talking about the email you sent a couple of weeks ago, yeah, we did receive it. Yeah. Um, we I added to it. Sent... Yeah, okay. Yeah, we added, um, we added them. As soon as I got it, we added them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, Levi. Jesus. Hi, Levi. Hi, K. Levi. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Good to see you all. Good to see you. So, Brother Lance. Sir, yes, indeed. How'd you enjoy your weekend? And I know I can always say I know from your rooftop perspective you had a wonderful weekend, but let's hear it from you for those who didn't watch the rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was very productive this weekend, very much mm-hmm. in tune, and um, you know, just just on point like I like to be, yes. and to focus on that aspect of things. Um, bottom line is that you know, there you go. Look at you. <laughs> Let me see. We move on to the moving. Hi, how you doing? I'm surprised to show your face in Priscilla G. I'm sorry. One of these days, one of these, the new year's we're coming. We're live and you gotta show your face. You know, one of on these now. days, one of these days. I'm not even prepared to you know how you say you feel greasy. <laughs> we'll take a little time and really prepare. <laughs> One of these, I mean, I'm not really into makeup and all of that stuff, but you know, I will just make sure that I am, you know, so we can have a split screen or two moving, moving faces, you know? yeah, something. Um, exactly, <laughs> I don't want to frighten anybody. <laughs> I'd be like, who that? 
No, that's not going to happen. But how was I doing this weekend? Well, yeah. like I said, I got a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of rest. I'm more centered than I ever been before. And I can kind of see what I need to do. Okay. And I already have my plan on how I'm going to do it. And plan B and C and D. And, and I'm relaxed in it. It's like a fighter who has trained, trained really hard. And from within, he knows he's going to win because he knows he's at his best. And whatever pops up, you know, he's equipped for. And that kind of segues into the topic. This life is not easy by any means because even though I was centered and and feeling really good, Mm -hmm. you got to understand that even the feeling good can be an illusion, right? So it's very much real for me because I've earned this by kind of like putting the work in to get myself on this level, mm-hmm. ascended and, and just aware because there's a big responsibility on all of us to affect the world around us. And I got a few phone calls from some friends of mine mm-hmm. back in New York and mainly in New York City and a mm-hmm. few of those who moved away from New York City, but we grew up in New York City together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were not doing as well. And mm-hmm. um it was really heartbreaking to see mm. how there are families and, and individuals who seem to have it together, you know, as you were growing up and coming into your teen years in your twenties mm-hmm. and you see how their lives have fallen apart. Wow. And I don't mean to say, Oh, they just fell apart and that's it. What hurts is that many decades ago when Everybody was on their own trajectory. There were certain obvious signs where certain particular families should have really come together. Mm-hmm. But they were so intoxicated with their own agenda mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Their, own, their own need to be an individual that in a time when they should have come together, they all took a fall. Mm. And affected them to this day in their life. And we're talking, let's say a little less than um, about 20 years, a little over 20 years, but the rift between them, and I'm trying to say it in a way you can understand without really saying it so specific. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People know who it is because people know certain things, but I had to speak about that. Right. And that was, I was going to speak about anyway, but since Mr. Political was not able to make it today, I said, let's touch on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you have a leak in your roof and say the roof, just stay simple like this. And let me just take this hand away. This is still part of the roof. Mm-hmm. You'll feel the leak sometimes dropping down here way low. Right. But where the actual water entered, the roof was up here and it went down in the roof and it right. came all the way down to go right there. So mm-hmm. where you see the leak coming, it may not mean that at that exact point over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of the leak is coming in. Right. Which means a lot of internal things going on that we don't see with our families, within ourselves, within relationships. And it's not easy. And at this particular crucial point when they should have come together, because hindsight is 2020, I'm a very, very close friend of this one particular family that I'm speaking about. Mm. I spoke about and I said, hey, you know, to be honest with you, and, and I have a right to speak it because I'm very close to them. I said, when this happened, this is the point he, he agreed. 
but they still are holding on to that mindset, but time has gone past. Right. And it's the artificial thing called time that I hate to acknowledge, but on this level, on this plane, it's very much a real thing because everybody acknowledges it. What if everybody said, the sky is pink? Right, and I know it's pink, right. But I have to sometimes say, yeah, Lord, just not to be a rapper, I was, yeah, it's pink. But I know better than that. So even though time has gone on, it's, it's, this is something beyond time because they are still in the same proximity to each other uh -uh. as far as their attitude is concerned to not come together as a family and benefit each other. Right, right. And the situation has gotten worse. Hmm. Now folks have health issues, major health issues, mental issues, and they're getting to a point where they can't even do for themselves. If only they stood together as individuals who are part of a family, if they operated as a family, they could have moved yes. on that pretty tight point in their life and thrived. So when we talk about the seeds of greatness, all of them have great talents and abilities. But it's sad that most of them, and really all of them, will never see that thing come to life until they get over those hangups they have against each other as family. So hmm. it, 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 that's why I say this life is not easy by any means. You know, hmm. I have two other friends that are known by this friend. You know how sometimes in life you meet other friends through a main yeah. friend, mm -hmm. you, but they're not the ones that really talk to you every day like this main one that you met through, right? But I know them. I don't talk to them as much not because I don't want to. It's just, that's just the way it is, you know? Um, but they took a turn for the worse. Wow. And they're, they're very much professional in, in, in a field of the highest professionalism, very much honored. They earned it on an academia level. And so these are two, I'll say this much, and maybe I'm saying too much. These are two brothers hmm. who are in the same field. Mm -hmm. They're only maybe two years older than me, three years older than me. They had a wonderful hobby back in the 70s that I was involved in concerning the camera. And um, they were known for that work, and it taught me a lot. And as they rose to that level of professionalism in what they did for a living, mm -hmm. the work was limited. And mm. the both of them were like, we're not doing anything else. Any other work is below us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in their profession there was no full-time work and they refused to take part-time work even in their profession wow. which still at this particular point in life they weren't in any relationship so they were together as brothers and they lived in the same place and everything had all the creature comforts and everything but they held out other offers for jobs like hey you're qualified this way but just to keep your hands moving, maybe you might want to do this. Oh, no, 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 no. This is this is above us. No, no, no. We'll never. <laughs> and see, this is the point where I've learned lessons from many people who have been around who are a little older, my age, or even more so old, older. And I'm like, why wouldn't they? You got bills to pay, man. You're not wealthy. You're not even rich. R wealthy is more than rich. We interchange those words. You're still on your level of working man, both of you. Mm -hmm. well, they lost 
their apartment. Mm, mm, mm. They refused to do any kind. There was other work out there. And I believe that this started back when the bubble bust, the housing bubble. So the slippery mm-hmm. slope wasn't, wasn't much of a slope, but it was still slippery. Right. So all these years, they took a fall until they had to live in the vehicle. Mm. And it got worse. Five years they were doing this. Now you're picking and choosing work. <laughs> you're living out of a car in New York City and it's blizzards and winter and cold. You park out by a friend's house so maybe he'll let you get a shower. But you're very qualified. You could have left and went to another state. They were offering you work in another state. Oh, I'm not leaving New York City. Ooh. And I ain't McDonald's. I ain't working there. I ain't doing no security go away. No. See, sometimes <laughs> I hate to say it this way. Mm-mm. Sometimes we bring our own doom. Mm-mm. Sometimes we need to be chopped down from the arrogant attitude and our connection into the system Mm-mm. that made you feel superior. I love them. Both, but that's what it was going on too. And sometimes because of that superior attitude and our refusal to show that we will do anything that's legal and that will not make us lose our dignity, that we will we, we'll be able to do it. I'm look, I'll clean the toilet bowl. Right. I'll clean the toilet bowl right now if I'm not doing anything else. This is what life has taught me. And I think because of my willingness to do whatever I needed to do that wasn't something breaking the law or breaking any moral code, I think that's what kept me from having to fall but so far because I I always kept Mm -hmm, myself mm -hmm, mm right. But when we're too much above doing what we need to do and we're not appreciative Mm -hmm. of what we've been gifted, Mm -hmm. then guess what? Forces will come to remind us, listen, you ain't running nothing. Right. And there are right. some people who, it's unfortunate, but they didn't do anything like that. They didn't have an attitude. It was just, life. they got caught up in a bad time. Life. Mm-hmm. Please don't take it that if you're going through something bad that I'm insinuating you did mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On you know. Not at all. Some tragic, bad traumatic things happen to some very good people and to this day for me I just can't figure it out so why would you tempt the very balanced universe that you live in and you've been gifted with so much but you can still be arrogant and not do what you need to do as though you are superior ain't none of us superior yeah the main is to stay grounded like the story I told and I'll say it again real quick in under 90 seconds there was an inmate which I hate to use that word in a facility where I worked and there was a big sting prostitution and, and tricks and johns those are the people who are buying the prostitutes and they had the pro- so there was a huge influx of inmates coming in mm-hmm. in the female units and the male units and so the particular area I worked in had two inmates to a cell it was a two Mm -hmm. inmate cell and there were 20 units in that particular day room well they can bend the rules legally in an emergency like that 
So they had to fit three to a cell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So instead of having four, uh, uh, 40 in the 20 cells, they had 60 in the 20 cells. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we had an elderly gentleman, I guess he was out on the town one night and feeling himself with those little blue pills. And, you know, he um, got caught up in the sting. And so there was one more, we could take one more. And there were two guys already there, younger guys. I looked at their charges and it was nothing violent, but I went to them and I said, listen, if you can, we have an older gentleman here. He's in his late seventies and he's going to be here. I said, and they told me, they cut me off. They said, yo, wherever he wants to sleep, we got him. We respect our elders. I said, okay. So it was the top bunk or the bottom bunk or the floor. So I brought him in and they said, hey, pops, which bunk do you want? Huh. And he says, no, I don't, I don't want it either. One of those bunks. And I said, come on, man. These guys are cool. You know, they're not going to do anything to you. I already talked to them already. They said, you got the choice. I said, no, it's okay. And they said, man, we ain't going to do nothing to you, man. It don't matter, man. You know, no, he says, I'm not scared. He says, I'm no match for you guys, but I'm not scared. But I'd rather sleep on the floor. And it was going to be a little mattress there. And so I asked him, why do you prefer sleeping on the floor? He said, listen, it's like a life lesson. He says, I've been high in this life and I've been low in this life. And there were times when I was feeling myself. And I took a hard fall. Hmm. He said, listen, if I go to that top bunk and I'm not used to staying in jail. I might roll over and fall down and die and hit my head on that hard floor. Mm -hmm. The same thing with the bottom bunk. I can still fall. I got a king size bed at home. I'm not used to something narrow like this. He said, but the main thing is if I'm on the ground sleeping, I can't fall. He huh. says, I can roll over all I want and I'm not going to fall. He says, I can even stretch out beyond the size of the mattress and sleep any kind of way I want. But I don't have to worry and get a shallow sleep because I'm half asleep holding myself so I don't fall. Right. I said, oh, you know, I'm always looking at the philosophical end of things. <laughs> so they were okay. They were in there mm -hmm. laughing, telling jokes and stuff. We closed the cell door. And I went and sat out. I'm like, why has this hit me like this? Mm -hmm. It hit me. It was a lesson to me. Mm -hmm. You'll never catch a, you'll never take a fall if right. you always remain grounded. Grounded, exactly. You remain grounded. Yes. And think too high of yourself, like you running things. Or not mm -hmm. thinking that you love certain things in this life. Mm -hmm. You'll never take a fall. You can go lower and you can fall in a sense but it's not going to hurt because you're grounded. If you had to throw me out of a window in a tall building, I don't want you to throw me out of the 60, 60th story window. Mm. I don't want you to throw me out of the 37th floor window. Heck, I don't want you to throw me out of the third floor window. If you have to throw me out of a window, throw me out of the first floor window. It's still going to hurt. Right. Also to being grounded so the injuries will be far less. Exactly. So these people I'm telling you about, they were way up in the skyscraper and oh, refused oh, certain oh. things, not knowing that oh, there was oh, a test oh. divine level of their character and quite possibly what I feel knowing them. 
it was a test to see if they were worthy from within to be elevated even more. Exactly. Because they were given so much to have the talent to, I'll say it, teach on the level they did. And they were excellent. But it was that thing they had inside of them that probably hit them from their level in the profession. And they began to believe what others told them about their greatness. Right, not right, right. Greatness is the seeds put in you and not you because you didn't come here great yourself. You were put in position to exude that to let people know there's something higher than you. And you're not to sit here and sit here on a narcissistic ego level and just take all the praise. Exactly. I hear your song. Exactly. I'm talking. <laughs> no, you keep talking. Yes. Keep talking. Because, like I said, we don't know what the, it could be a little test mm -hmm. externally. See, yeah. we see those. Right. But the world sometimes doesn't see what is happening on the inside and how we're tested on the inside. And then we'll say, oh, it's so unfortunate what happened to them. Right. <clears throat> when somebody does something bad to somebody who doesn't deserve it, and we say karma came for them. Mm -hmm. Look mm -hmm. how karma struck them down and they got what they deserve. Well, sometimes we have a struggle internally where we fail a test. Right. And karma right. say, hey, you blew it because this little thing, you could have took the part-time work in your profession and been there when somebody from another university saw you and needed somebody like you and put you over a bigger program in another state or another exactly. place. Exactly. But exactly. now you exactly not only living in a car, the car broke down. You didn't have enough money to keep that. They had to throw it on the street and couldn't move. You had to hide the fact that you didn't have the proper stickers on it now because you had no money coming in. Friends couldn't hold you up all the time. Now you're riding the subway. And this hurts me because these brothers are brilliant. And I saw how they would throw off a little bit, even on me, you know, throw off a little bit. But I saw past that many years ago. And you're riding the subway. One of you all get up and walk off the train. And now you've lost each other. Yeah. Because one yeah. had a cell. Now you can't find each other. You both are riding on trains. Your students are seeing you. Years go by like that. And now you're in some retirement home that is state funded. Oh, God. Yes. And I'm... 59 in April. Mm. That hurts my heart. Three years older than me. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling their business because I didn't say who it was. It's a situation mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. could be many people, but that really bothered me. Mm. So remember that every test may not be something from the external. The world may not know how you're being tested, but you got to watch for all of these tests because it may be a precursor and I know people say be and lessing, you know, to something gifted to you. Yes. Higher yes. level. The little things, yes. even so little that it's something you don't even realize about yourself. Because maybe if you brought that attitude to the higher ascension, 
it would have made it where you would have would have soiled that. So we have to keep cleansing ourselves from the inside. Mm, 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 mm. See, we, we can act a certain way to people on the outside, but how do you really feel on the inside toward those same people or the situation or your worth and value to the world? Do we think too much of ourselves? As confident as I am to know that I know up to a certain level where my skill set is and what I can do, I don't think high to myself. I don't even like saying the things I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I have talents and gifts. Yeah, we know you can do a lot because you hide a lot of your talents. You know. Yeah. Righteous, yeah. righteous talents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you know, that being said, it, it really hurts me. Yeah. But for me, and I'm not putting myself on any kind of pedestal, but you know. That I've been through a lot of tests that if I slipped the wrong way, it would have been it for me in my life, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And then it made me look back on my life that I'm not going to say it wasn't stable. It was very stable in many senses. But mm-hmm. the world that I passed through in those times could have wiped me out. Mm-hmm. But one thing I was always willing to do was to be humble and do what I needed to do at that time, not just to make money, right? but things moving forward and have a hope that things would be better. So I didn't attach any ego to anything. I had to do things sometime on a work level that to supplement whatever yeah. I was making in the rough times that others would say, oh man, you doing that? See? But those same people now. Go ahead. You know, they look at me like, how the heck did you make it through? Mm-hmm. We all used to talk and say, man, he's going to catch a disease. He's going <laughs> to. When I look back on my life and how things have changed for a good long while now, even still having obstacles that I've had to go through on different levels, I think I've helped to call down the universe to, to protect me a little more because I just remain humble. And humble is a word that people misconstrue sometimes and don't say it, don't mean you know what I mean. It's like, I, I don't have any problems with confidence, but I keep myself grounded. I'm aware of what needs to be done. And the more and more that I go through life, it's like, whoa. When I see things that have happened to people close to me and things that can still happen to me, whatever it may be, I just want to say, I appreciate getting to this point. And I want to hunker down even more and get more grounded. Because if you look at on a physical level, when you see a Lamborghini, sometimes when it rolls up, it's like, look at this thing so low. It doesn't mean you have a lower status. Mm-hmm. It means you're more grounded and it's exactly. hard. To exactly. Exactly. And hunker exactly. down. Exactly. You, yes. you, you cut through the wind. Less mm-hmm. wind drag. Mm-hmm. You're wide and you have a low center of gravity <laughs> as opposed to a UPS truck that's high up going over the Verrazano Bridge on a windy day going oh, all that is crazy. That is when you crazy. keep yourself grounded, you avoid mm-hmm. a lot of the things that come mm-hmm. at you mm-hmm. because you present a smaller target. The mm-hmm. wind doesn't have so much space to slow you down and you don't have to rev your engine as hard. So you accomplish things faster, quicker. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you move about faster, doesn't mean you're not going to feel the bumps. See? Because, huh. you know, I rode the Lamborghini before, Corvettes, different things, and some of them suspensions, they're hard. They're hard. Yes. Yeah, but yes. tell you one thing, the wind ain't going to bother it. Yeah, but, but what's still. thrown at you be, because you have the ability to hunker down more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, so mm-hmm. my heart goes out to many of these individuals who I talk to. Really bad situation. And I offered my help in any way, you know. Right, right. And, um, it made me know that I'm protected. Not that they're not. But a lot of them were but, worldly and carnal and didn't see the signs of what was coming. Right, and they wouldn't right, right. for me because who are you to tell me? Who are you me? to tell oh, exactly, exactly, exactly. But give me exactly. your take on that. My take? Whew. Oh, God. My take? You said everything that is right. And the unfortunate thing about a lot of us that find ourselves in certain qualifications, certain positions in life um, that maybe we never thought we would find ourselves in, Mm -hmm. um, it goes to our head, you know? And all of a sudden we think we're on the level of them pink people. So, you know, we we start behaving in that manner to our own detriment. Because now you, you know, you can't vibe with your own people anymore, right? And Mm -hmm. you take on this air that if they were to ever see you doing anything less than what you projected to them, you know, this thing called pride gets in the way, you know? And that pride is going to make you uh, spite your own self. Yeah. You know, you're going to do things that goes against your survival because you can't be seen as less than because you you projected and you threw off on the people around you who would have cared about you who would have tried to help you you know what i mean and i've seen it happen i've seen it happen personally you know not me i almost said my name elegy the other part of my name <laughs> i you know I, i've seen it i've seen it happen and you know when you talk about doing whatever you have to do i so appreciate somebody with that mindset uh, this is not me trying to gas you up personally or say anything about what you're willing or not willing to do i'm just saying it that i respect and i hold people in high respect who no matter how great they are and you know they're great and you know they're good at whatever it is that they're doing and you know that they they're worthy to be on a high level but they're not so high within themselves that they can't afford to do less you know or be seen as taking less than or doing less than whatever i I, I have a lot of respect for people like that, you know, so as you were talking, you know, you know, the, the two that you were talking about, that's all I could see is like, you let that get to your head, you know, you wanted to live the high life with, it's just that, that whole keeping up with the Joneses foolishness, you know, yeah. 
You have a talent. Yes, you have a God-given talent and you have gifts. Go where the gifts can make room for you. You know, don't stay in one spot and the people that you're, you're aspiring to hobnob with don't want you. Go where, go where somebody else wants you. You know, go where you, you're yeah. going to be appreciated. You know, and that's their downfall. Unfortunately. You know, it's funny because, you know, they, they knew I had little talents and stuff that had never manifested. And when I first got on, well, not when I first got on, a couple years after, because it's been like going on 21 years now, mm-hmm. they saw a lot of stuff that I put out, writing and the artwork. And, and, mm-hmm. The kind, and that's like the little period that I kind of knew how they were throwing off, even on me. But I loved them from the 70s, I knew them from the 70s, so it wasn't like right, you know, I always looked up to them, so I kind of took that. I said, Okay, whatever, whatever, you know. But the the funny thing about it is, they discovered what I did online, saw my number, and one of them Mm -hmm. called me, and so we were having a wonderful conversation. So I said, Um, I said, Hey man, remember what we used to do back in the 70s. There was something we did in uh, as a hobby. They did right, but right. involved me in creativity. I'll say it that way. And so I'd love to share your stuff, man. I said if you could find that old stuff that I was in, I'd love that mm-hmm. too. I said, right. I'd love to have you come on in, and you know, it wasn't a thing where we would have went on somebody else's show. They didn't have blog talk back then. It was like, you know, some other thing. They said, okay, if you know anybody you want to interview, whatever. So I said maybe I can bring you in on that way to the people that follow me. Right. With this other person's platform. And then he came out of nowhere, you know, man, that stuff you put up there on, man, I can't be associated with you. I, I don't even know you like that. I was like, what? What? You don't know me like that. And because, you know, I consider him a friend. I met him through another friend. But, but you know, we don't talk all the time, but that was a blow from him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know me like that. I know all about you. I've been around you, been in your house, all of us growing up. Come on, I don't know you like that. Mm-mm-mm. And that was the arrogance that he would snap at people with. He had a problem with that kind of arrogance. And he would distance himself like he was some superior guy. So I'm mm-hmm. not taking joy in what is happening to him. But that very thing that he hurt, he hurt a lot of people's feelings with that. Mm-hmm. And people sat him down and said, listen, man, you can't treat people this way, mm-hmm. especially in anybody but especially in your inner circle because people have come to me like yo what's up with him you getting along cool and you know like i said you know i tell you the story but you didn't realize who it was i was not a club guy like we're gonna go out to the club and you know nightclub and women and no no i didn't didn't need a nightclub for that Mm -hmm. but there were few very few times not even like i couldn't me going to the club with the fellas no matter what inner circle it was of fellas. Right. It, it didn't even amount to five times. Right. It that really bored me. So on this cold winter night, they were all going along and said, come on, Lance, the main friend was in the other ones. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. I'm not really, you know. Oh, so wow. We, we went and um, it was cold. I cold. know what you, yeah. I didn't, the, I didn't recognize it. You're right. I, I would have never right. thought it. Yeah. Right, right. And so it was so cold. Even the trains were running limited. Mm-hmm. The actual trains, it was so cabs. There were a few 
But he was determined. He said, that's the best night to go because the women of the day, are they down for it. I'm like, I'll come with you. We make some jokes and I'm not thinking about that. So anyway, we get there and he got pissy drunk, pissy drunk. We didn't have the term in those days, designated driver. So I was like, this guy's drunk real bad. And everybody else was for the most part. My main friend that I met them through, he took a sip of something, but he wasn't, but he wasn't driving it. And his skills driving, I didn't trust. So <laughs> everybody's getting ready to go. And he's looking at them. And this is this arrogant thing that he had, right? It's a funny story because I've told this before, but nobody could put two and two together. Mm-mm. And so everybody starts walking to the car. He stops. Where the hell y'all going? So what you mean? We going home now. We going home? And he still had a drink in his hand. This is acrylic paint, so don't think it's any like blood or anything or something. <laughs> I got to <laughs> here. I'm going to do some What's more paint. There? What's it's acrylic happening? paint, bro. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting here. What you going to my car for? This ain't no damn cab. And drove and left everybody out there in Manhattan. Pissy drunk. He got home safely, fell asleep, hang over the next day. And people were like, yo, man, that was cold what you did. That was that was not right. I don't give a damn fall asleep. But everybody always gave a but it was that thing. So what I want to look at within myself, what's a character trait that I need to get rid of that might be blocking me from a divine ascension that's that's destined to come into my life? Right. Because a lot of time we got to prove ourselves worthy to the universe. Right. Same way we go to a job mm-hmm. and we wear the best of our best, speak the best, mm-hmm. mold our resume a certain way to minimize certain things we don't want them to inquire about and maximize other things. Mm-hmm. But this universe we live in, this natural universe with our creator who created us, whichever way it goes. Mm-hmm. They know what we have inside of us. And since that system knows, will it say, no, 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 no. We can't grant this individual this because it's something that is not going to work out because mm-hmm. they have something they need to work on on the inside. True. So what is it that I need to clean off? True. To make myself worthy because there's nothing by chance. Yeah. We think we're the ones who set things into motion with our life and we say yes we have this nice home and we have this nice car and this position and i'm in good health and we take this thing for granted because like i said before do you really feel that you're running things no did you jump start mm-hmm. your heart and keep it do you control your heartbeat mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. the gift of sight that you can see you mm-hmm. can wake up and be blind and not see Oh, mm-hmm. you can just push the button and come in. You don't control none of this. Exactly. You don't have to do exactly. this at all. You take a bite of your food and throw it down your, your throat and the body takes the care of it. Place mm-hmm. or no knowledge to emulate that system that works automatically in your body that you were given. That's you were right. afforded this. You get a free ride in this life. And yet you're so arrogant to throw off one of the people and feel mm-hmm. you're superior. And you ain't running mm-hmm. a damn thing the strength mm-hmm. to hold in your stomach of what wants to come out. I can put you up on a stage in front of people and lock you down out there, up there and run the cameras and just wait for the doodle to run your, down your leg because you can't stop it. So what are you really <laughs> running? 
when nature calls, you got to go. You're going to wait how for the doodle? You have to just wait for the pee. That. <laughs> some That's right. You see what I mean? That's right. I'm not running into this. So if you think That's on that true. level, you realize that we need to keep ourselves mm-hmm. realistic in how we view ourselves in this presence, in our presence in the world, because yeah. you transition tonight. You're going to stop the sun from shining tomorrow? Exactly. The greatest Muhammad Ali is, was. He's gone, but they're still boxing. Mm-hmm. And there people making rhymes and joking and the mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm knocking him. He had his flaws. We all do. I do. All of yeah, us do. Indeed. But how do we think so high of ourselves that we run things and want to throw off on somebody who you see is coming into a certain light, which is a different topic. But I'll just mention this. You have people who see themselves as this great thing, but they see something happening internally in the next person who they see potential, but they got to hold them down. Yeah. You can't have that person. Shine. Right. Because if that person shines, it's going to mm-hmm. shed light on my lies. Mm-hmm. So I got to put a word on this person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're upset because they're really doing mm-hmm. the damn thing. And mm-hmm. I know I'm not here for right. adulation right but i can't open my heart and show you what's inside because you run away from me you see, isn't on this that something level, that is really something, something. Yeah. The more i sit down i'm glad to be inside sometime away from people i don't hate people because i'm a people person but sometimes you know even the very thing that you that you love and you mm. need can kill you yeah drink too much water you know, if you drop too much water in your body, you'll die. Yes. And water is necessary because if yes. you don't have it, what? You'll die. But on a physical level, mental level, emotional level, on the inside, spiritual level, on the inside and on the outside, the physical, uh, all of this other stuff. And they all work together. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, just my spiritual being. No, because it's attached to other things. Exactly. See what I mean? Like exactly. the lady in church. I don't care how spiritual you want to act, and that's really religion, right? The lady in church was falling all out in the spirit, speaking mm. in tongues. <laughs> when the other lady got up and, you know how sometimes when they have to, you mm-hmm. know, squeeze past you and you mm-hmm. got to lean back, even stand up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and it's yeah. And kind of past you. This woman, she was an older woman. She didn't see too good. She took her heel and dug it in the woman's foot. She didn't mm. know. And the lady was falling out in the spirit and she still, she was in the spirit, you know, like a low maintenance level, like until you walk past me, I'm going to do the, oh, no, no, shut up, 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 shut <laughs> now we know this facade if it's a religious thing, but she ain't spiritual at all, is she? And if it hurts you, even if she said, damn, even if she, but what was in her heart came out now, didn't exactly. she call me? Yeah. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> there you go. And even as she turned and went toward the bathroom, she didn't only call her B I T C H. I already said the words no. like he Get you fat bitch. And sat down and put her head down, realized that she did wrong, and all of a sudden the spirit hit her again. Put her out. 
The music All of that. Put her out of the damn church. Liar. Hold her. Fat B I T C A. That's what you know. If there is. So a paying ties. Look at that fat. I know, I know, I know. No, no, it's out of people sometimes. Because you don't know what you don't know what what is possessing them. I mean, you know, all possessions are not spiritual righteous possessions. You know what I mean? Because you can't you can't be. And we're in church at the moment. <laughs> you cannot cannot with a capital all letters, right? There's no way that any righteous spirit is going to affect you. To the beat of the music, number one, the timing of the music, number two, and when the music stops, the the, the that righteous spirit says, "Okay, it's time to stop." Not Nagosa. Nothing works like that. You understand? And 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 there is no righteous spirit that's going to make you act like a damn fool. Mm. It, it it just doesn't work. There is no righteous spirit that's going to make you act like a damn fool. And when you see a lot of these people acting out, that's all for show. And it's all for the pastor. So the pastor will think that they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's, yeah, very that's, that's... Easy. it's very easy for her to fall out of character or fall into her right character when that Into happens. her character. Into her right. character. Yes. When that happens. Mm -hmm. Because that's who she is. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, everything else is just a show. You know, but um, I, you know, I've always said this back to the kind of, you know, how we view ourselves in life and where opportunities can, you know, arise and so on. You take the situation you're talking about and we see, we see little, com not comedy, little um, video skits played out, you know, with the humility, the sense of humility and, and um, just doing whatever you have to do, right? Take mm -hmm. for instance, you're saying that you don't have a problem cleaning a bathroom, right? We'll use that because a lot of yeah. us look at, look at that as the most lowly position you could ever possibly want to undertake is cleaning a bathroom and it's not your bathroom. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So you're in that bathroom and you're cleaning it. And in your mind, you know what? I got to do what I got to do because I need this. I need this, whatever. The CEO comes into the, into the bathroom right mm -hmm. you don't know he's the ceo of the company you, he could be ceo of another company of some company not necessarily that company comes into the bathroom and you're in there and you're cleaning and you're cheerful and you're doing your job and you know everything and he strikes up a conversation with you just because you know just out of politeness but in striking up that conversation he hears what you have inside of you you see what i'm saying he, rec mm -hmm. he recognizes that, hey, this man is more than just somebody who all he can do is clean the bathroom, you know? Right, what right, do you think? Right. Your opportunity just arose right there. Your next, your next trajectory just came right there, you know? Mm -hmm. And now here you are. Today, you're cleaning the bathroom. Tomorrow, you're walking in. Good morning, everybody. And you have an office or you, you know, you're quitting that job and you're moving across yeah. town to go work for something else. This is how the universe works. 
Yeah. You know, it's like a slingshot. I think I said it to you one time. I don't know what was going on. I said to you, you're being pulled back to, to be pushed forward. You know, that this right. is what happens. This is what happens. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you go backwards in order to go forward because that, that, mm-hmm. that pulling back gives you a, a, a righteous sling forward. So don't ever mm-hmm. take, you know, don't ever look at menial stuff as being, this is all that's there for me. This is all I'm ever going to be. No, that's just a stepping stone. That's just a, a sling, part of the slingshot ride to, to what would be considered greatness. But what that does for us is it teaches us, um, like you said, humility. Mm-hmm. And it teaches us that when we go into a restroom and we see that man or that woman cleaning that restroom, don't look down on them. Don't look down on them. As a matter of fact, thank them for what they're doing. Thank them. And if there's a tip bucket, you put some money in that tip bucket and you give it to them because that, that either was you or that could be you. Sir. Yes. Madonna. <laughs> I didn't realize it, but yeah, yeah. Well, you you know me. I I I don't have the um. Take for instance, blah blah. I I you know, but yeah, but no, that's true. You know, we just have to always, you know, and a lot of times we we look at when we say humble and we say humility, we look at it in the negative that you you're you're you know what do you, what do you call it um you're puny whiny. Um, you know, weak, you know, sometimes when we, when we say, you know, be humble, we think it means to, to portray weakness and Mm -hmm. humility is not weakness. Humility is strength. You understand? Humility is exercising the, the highest level of strength there is because you're not, you're not showing yourself to be more than anybody else or anything else, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, these are life lessons that if you don't show that you're on that level, mm-hmm. it's going to come and get you. It's going to force you to know. Yeah. It's going to force you. you. You have no choice. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I know you didn't see my post today on um, Instagram. I'm going to continue to tease you. I'm Me? Right. Yeah. I just dropped it. I haven't on. been on. I haven't been on Instagram. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I know that, that you got we got so many yeah. platforms and stuff. So I don't know if that link will open. We'll go ahead and click on that. <laughs> see if it Hold opens. on. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. <clears throat> I don't know if it. Will. Hold on. Let you know what? Let me do it from my um from my phone because I don't really have Instagram on my um. If that doesn't open out, I'll, I'll send a different link. All right, hold on. Okay, hold on. Brother Lance's show, The Rising Show with Lance Scurf. Instagram. It's in the chat room, the, the link. No, I know, I know, but I, I have to open it on my, on my, um. <gasps> Dear God. <laughs> Dear God, she said she didn't say G O D. She said G A W. The God, you know, that's when it hits you like a body shot. Oh God! All your guts are spilling out. You got to hit the solar plexus. Oh God! You know what I mean? 
right there, passing us up. He knows all his congregation and this well-shaped woman with this hourglass, pretty and shapely legs. And she pays tithes and she turns around and he looks down and he sees a little thong. You know, she's got a white dress on, but a red thong. God, you know what I mean? And all the goons go to find out who it is to bring it to the office later on. But since you see the picture, now you understand why. You'll understand why now. I got to take a run to the restroom. I'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> keep talking. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, this, dear Lord. Did everybody see this picture? Did everybody go go click on the link and, and see what this gentleman and he's you know and I'm being very polite in my term gentleman. Did you did y'all see what Lance put up on there? For those of you who don't have Instagram, Lance put this ginormous picture of half a watermelon up on his Instagram profile. Ginormous. It took up the entire screen. And it looks so good. Oh my God. Mm, 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 mm. It looks so good. But, um, you know, back to the reality of life that we're talking about right now. Um, life is, uh, you know, life is hard in and of itself. You know, it's not easy. And, um, we do need to have some kind of grounding. We all need to have some kind of grounding and we need to have spiritual grounding, you know, not religious grounding. We need to have spiritual grounding. We need to have understanding. We need, we need to have something that keeps us level because the way the world is and the fact that we are human and the fact that we live in a society and we live with spirits that are tempting that will tempt you to want to do certain things and to think that as you are rising as you're ascending because of the path that you were put on when you came into this existence you know we're put on a path we're put on a track and we're going along you know when we get to the age of understanding and reckoning and so on we're we're going along on this path and if we're not grounded, if we don't have that attunement with the spirit within ourselves that can keep us a certain way, we start to believe in our own greatness. We start to believe that everything that's happening for us is through us and by us. You know, we don't recognize that your path has already been laid out for you, you know? Um, Everything that you're experiencing was already set. Even if you think to yourself, well, uh, that's a lie because this person did this to me. Yes, there are certain unfortunate things that will come along your way, but you will ultimately get back on the path that you are supposed to be on. Unless, you know, and even if something happens to you and you are taken out of here, you know, um, that's still your path. You know, now where it gets tricky is when we start to believe in ourselves, not that you shouldn't have confidence, but we start to believe that it's all us. It's all us. And that's where we can get chopped down. And then you start to wonder, well, oh man, how did I even, how did I get here? How did I fall? How did this happen to me? 
Well, it happened to you because, you know, you weren't exercising humility. You weren't exercising uh, gratitude for, you know, the things that were being um, given to you, the places that, <clears throat> you know, you were being afforded the, um, the opportunity to be at, to go to, to experience, you know, everything that we do in this life, we have to do it with a sense of gratitude. We have to understand that any person you see out there, even the, what we will call the bum on the street, it could be us if, there, if not for the thing called grace. Now, we're not talking about religion now. We're talking about uh, just the natural order of the universe, of the, you know, the, the, um, the spirit realm. There is such a thing as grace. And had it not been for grace, we could all find ourselves in certain unfortunate situations because we don't all have the mental capacity to handle some of the hardships that life throws at us. We don't have, once again, we don't have that grounded sense that we can go within and pull strength from within ourselves. We, we, look, for, we look for strength outside of ourselves. And when you look for strength outside of yourself and, and there is none being offered or given to you, that's when you throw your hands up and you say, I can't do anymore. I can't take anymore. And, you, you know, people go live on the street. People go, you know, they just give up because there is no, there is really no internal strength to pull them through whatever it is that they find themselves in. They don't know how to pray. Pray meaning speak to your speak to your inner man, speak to you know the, the creator, speak to the ancestor, speak to the God inside of you, right? Find the spirit inside of you that is there to help you. It's not easy. I am not pretending, I'm just talking right now. You know, I'm talking to myself also because there are times when I have to talk to somebody else to help me come back to self. Because it, you, can, you can get so caught up in things that you are outside of yourself, you know, and you don't know how to, you don't know how to, how, you don't know how to find that rope. You don't know, you don't know how to find that thing to hold on to, you know. And so this is where we fall. Either you're going to have to have the strength to go in and pull it out of you or you're going to need people so don't ever 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 throw off on people don't burn bridges i don't care what it is who it is where it is why it is how it is try not to burn bridges because you never know in this life it's so it's such a funny fickle mm. thing this life you never know you just never know when you're gonna need anything help whatever you know, are we back, sir? <laughs> it's a beautiful yes, thing. We... It's a beautiful thing when we can see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see me, but I got to put this. I know. On. I no, no, no. I'm talking about me. I I use the term we plural. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah. Um, you know, like I was saying, and you know. We have to meditate, I guess, and, and develop that internal strength that we need to pull us through the rough times. And like I said, it's not easy. And that's why we need people. We need to always make sure that we have somebody, someone we can talk to, 
someone who we're not afraid to, you know, cry the snotty tears and, you know, curse and, and they have the backbone to take the curse in, you know, they have the, you know, they're there for you no matter what, you know, because they know that you're hurting and you need help. And, and they're like, I got you, I'm here to help you. And you can't have so much pride that you can't reach out and ask for help, you know? Yeah. It's the absolute truth, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Um, you know, when you look at life and you see how, like, I'm sitting here feeling real good. Mm-hmm. Um, not to play the numbers game like I always do, but I, I do. And it always keeps me to know where my blip is on the radar screen of life. Sitting here feeling real good. Right. Let 20 years go by. How would I feel? What's the state mm-hmm. of my health? What's the state of my spirit? Hopefully right. I would maintain it. Right. We can go a little higher. Some things may not, you mm-hmm. know, but to know where you stand and to live in a way where you're, you're constantly cleansing yourself and healing yourself. I always think about the afterlife. Mm. I'm not fixating, you know, but, but I'm, I'm aware of that next level. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be exactly like, but I say to myself, do I really want to bring hangups and, and grudges and, and idiosyncrasies and toxic things. Do I want to bring this into the next level? Right. Could I bring it into the next level? Is this something that's going to stop me from going to the next level? You see what I mean? Right. Things that I need to focus on and get rid of so I can travel light and free and come naked into the next world like we came naked into this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, this thing is so short when you look at it. And when you understand the thing called time on this level, which time on the next level does not matter. But if we look at it as a time thing and say eternity, and I mean, you say eternity, what is really eternity? I mean, that's forevermore. <laughs> that's so a long time. <laughs> these things with me mm-hmm. into eternity. Mm-mm, what if you get locked in? I'm just saying, what if? I think these mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have is what you're going to carry. Mm-hmm. You ever child one time with somebody young and you had something in your hand and you went into a store where you couldn't throw something away and now you stuck with this empty bottle? Yes, yes, yes. Sticking yes. between two racks of clothes or something. <laughs> <laughs> you go in the bathroom and like, you don't have to go to the bathroom. You just want to get rid of Exactly. <laughs> Of course, we've all done it. <laughs> oh, jewelry stores. Just need this right there in here. Sir, is it yours? And you feel, ah, you feel this thing inside of you. <laughs> yeah, okay, you ain't dumping it off on me. Are, are these things are going to be burdened down and laden down with for eternity? Or is there another opportunity to get rid of it? Or can we carry these things? Or us holding on to it? Right. It the situation with the monkey with the rice that we won't be go. able to. I mean, yes. people say you come back. Well, is it that we come back or we're forcing ourselves to stay because we, we can't let go of the things that are here? Exactly. So puts his hand in a little hole. So he's got to squeeze his hand small. Mm-hmm. And then he sees rice, wants to grab as much rice as he can. And now he has a full fist that can't come back through the hole. Mm-hmm. So he's, he doesn't think, well, let me take a scoop a little bit of rice up and bring it to the hole narrow. Mm-hmm. So at least bit of rice to eat right he wants right he wants everything mm-hmm. so 
are we going to enter the next level that we don't know is going to come to us pompous and full of ourselves and arrogant? Those things can't be allowed to mar the, the, the next level. Mm-mm. If you look at nature, things don't ascend and stay the same. You, you, you got to let certain things go. Right. When a leaf gets old and brown and not useful anymore as far as photosynthesis to feed the rest of the plant or the tree, it falls to the ground. But even in death, it has its own purpose. Mm. Because whatever it is in that leaf fortifies the soil and feeds the, the tree at the root when the rain comes down and becomes part of the soil. Right. So exactly. But you can't take waste with you. And those things to me are waste of the heart. Waste of your essence. The next level doesn't want that. It's unacceptable. Turn you around the door and you can't come here until. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I mean, I read something one time and I sort of said it before that, um, you know, if you're not careful the way you go into the next life, you, you just keep recycling all of your, all of your bad decisions. You know, the things that gave you grief on this level, if you don't purge them and get them out of your system, you just, you know, you just keep, they keep cycling around you. You know what I mean? And that's a torment. You know, when they talk about, you know, you're living in hell, hell is, hell is transitioning and being tormented by your past mistakes or, you know, things that you just didn't either forgive yourself. Basically it's forgiving yourself. You know, right. because um, you can ask somebody for forgiveness and they can either say yes or they can say no. You know, they're not, and that's on them because they have to live with their decision to say yes or no, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's about you clearing out yourself, forgiving yourself, lightening that burden, lightening that load. So when you do transition from here, you don't transition from here bot- bogged down with you know, natural earthly mistakes that we are all going to make. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. 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 It's something to think about. I mean, in our downtime, you know, it's like they play around the word entertainment. Mm-hmm. And entertainment, entertainment sounds like entertainment and enter, entering your mind. You mm-hmm. enter in a sense, a, a, a means of being detained because these lower thoughts are hitting your mind. And these are things that you should be focusing your mind on. You should take your life force and focus on cleansing and going within. Of course, you're going to see other things and be titillated with them to a point, but it can't get to the point where, where you overlook the homework that you have to do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We get entertained. This thing enters us and detains our mind to the point where we're not doing our homework. And, and, and after a while, it's like, you, you miss and you get left back. It's like it's like being in school. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't learn a le- we have to learn lessons, divine mm-hmm. lessons that are beyond this physical illusion. To me. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. really see what's around us. You know, if you can really see, I'm not focusing on the bad, but we have to speak about both good and bad. Mm-hmm. If you can really see the intentions of people. The, 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 the toxic thing of people. Have you ever had somebody who is very nicely dressed come to your house, might be a salesman, might be a friend, mm-hmm. and they're dressed nice, 
They have nice perfume or cologne on and the hair is done nice. They have nice shoes on, nice suit, fingernails done, little piece of jewelry, nice car outside, everything just pleasant about them. And they asked if they can use the restroom. <laughs> Why did I know that's you, where you were going? <laughs> and when they come out, not just in the, the they close the door after <laughs> they're done. But under the door and all through the house now, mm-hmm. here comes the scent. You're sitting there, you inhale for a second and catch on in here. But you don't do that reaction because they're there and you realize it's them. And you're like, wait a second. They came and they took a so dump nice. in my bathroom too. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have this, but this is what's really on the inside. Now that's mm-hmm. a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk on a spiritual level. Yes. They present themselves a certain way mm-hmm. and you accept them. And it comes a situation that lets you know what's really in them. And you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is what's around me? Mm-hmm. But you couldn't see that. So what about these things, these entities, these beings, these imps, this energy that people yes. have holding on to them and in them and, and just like a the bunch of kids in the inner city that hold on to the back of the bus. And when they get yes. to the point of where they want to go, they jump off. Now, mm-hmm. imagine, let's just go in comic book world and imagine that we have these energies that are not just assigned to us and staying with us. You got, and let's call it a demon. I'm not getting mm-hmm. Christian on you, but it's a demon. Demons and this demon mm-hmm. on this life of this person that they're getting all of this they're Energy fed from activity. Mm-hmm. They're getting a good feast. Mm-hmm. But as the person is in their car, they may have, and that's the way I see it. They may have three or four something sitting on a they they eating, they full now, but they ride with this person. But then they drive down the street and the demons that are on them, they don't know, spots you and sees you as a more of a feast. They hop off and come run toward mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're whispering something in your ear, something that you succumb to. Mm-hmm. That person over there, you see that funny look they gave you? You're going to let them look at you and not say anything? And you think this is you. Hey, why are you looking at me like that, man? What's your problem with mm-hmm. me? Fighting. And guess what? They're just eating. And mm-hmm. they're keeping you there. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. It enters in your mind and detains you. And so now when you're when you become to a you get to a point of ascension and you see this ah, there's something I need to get rid of. Right. If it's in me or on me or around me, but it's something that I need to get rid of. And you don't listen to those things that are spoken not just into your physical ear, but in your spirit. Right. And and, and so it becomes like acid. It becomes like a roach spray to a roach. Oh, they're meditating. Oh, they're eating better. Oh, they're figuring out. I, I, I can't stay here no more. And they go and they walk around the street looking for the next person in the crowd. You walk through crowds and things jump on you. You come home and you go to sleep, not in a peaceful way, but it's tormented. You, you sleep, but you didn't get any rest. And you wake up tired. Mm. Eat the food, but you're not, you don't have the joyous thing of feeding your temple. You're with your mate or, and you're not feeling anything that you felt before mm-hmm. because it's a barrier of some force that's on you. I mean, yeah. I painted a vision that doesn't have to go that way. 
Right. But just imagine all of these things moving about on the earth, disembodied energies that you can't see, but they're very much there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a spot. Oh, we're here. We've been good here. But this person is waking up. Look at that one over there. Look at that man over there. He's steady checking out that girl's ass. Yes, we, we let's go over there and jump on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? You go over there to that girl with the nice ass, the other one, and j- talk to her. Mm-hmm. There's a funny young man around the corner. You might want to walk down there. You might find Mr. Right. You walk on and get killed. Mm-hmm. Now, this mm-hmm. next man, them demons are working the same way. Check her out. Tell her that you love her. Tell her that you want to be with her. And you'll get between her legs. Now they created a situation that they're going to feed, fiend on and feast on for months in the confusion. Exactly. Union that you thought was righteous as a young lady, and he had his mind on something else, mm-hmm. and you gave into him. I'm just saying, I just feel that many of us are manipulated <clears throat> when you hang around other ones who have these things <laughs> on them. I see some demon infested people. I'm not going to say it's them, I'm not going to say exactly what it's like. I just use the imagination to bring home a point. Right. That's why you have to wonder to yourself, are your thoughts really your thoughts? Exactly. You know, do you control your thoughts? Do you have, you know, do you have um, what was complete command of it? Mm-hmm. You know, because like you just said, there's always, there's always that imp. You know, it's just like, you know, they always show you, you know, if you do want to be religious, they always show you the devil and the angel, one on each shoulder. You know, one is telling you to do good, one is telling you to do bad, and then it, you know, whatever the outcome is based upon which one you choose to, to go with. You know, but um, a lot of our thoughts, you know, are on unco- and and they're usually unconscious thoughts. You know, because the conscious ones, yeah, we know we're making, you know, those we're making those decisions, we're thinking those things. It's the ones that you do automatic and and not even have any real. You, right. you don't realize that you're doing it or that you're making certain decisions until you've made the decision. And it's like, oh, what the hell? What the hell? You know, <laughs> what? Oh, listen, That's man. Right. I, uh, I did something on Friday. I, I, one of these days, I, I'll, I'll tell it. I think I had a senile moment. <laughs> 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 Let me just it put it What's going on? Oh my God. Let me just put it to you this way. My daughter came in the kitchen and she said, Mommy, what are you doing? You know, wh- whatever I did, you know, it was like, did you just do that? <laughs> and I tried to I tried to make, I was like, oh, but it's okay, you know, it'll take care. And she's like, she's like, are you serious? But here's what I heard it, here's what I heard. She didn't say it, but here's what I heard her saying. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to find out. I know I'm going to find out. You will I'm find out. I'm make you tell you don't realize you told me. No, I'll tell you. You in the kitchen? Right? I was in the kitchen. So you were doing something in the kitchen. You were doing something kitchen-like in the kitchen. I was I was cooking and You're I cooking. did I did an unthinkable. I mean I did an absolute I was trying to make us all unalive that day. That's what I was trying to I was trying so, to so, so, 
So you 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 were you dipping in the soup and just eating it straight up? No, 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 nothing, nothing. No, no, literally, I. Oh God, am I tell it? You have to tell it now. Because if yeah. I tell it, then you're gonna know that I sh I was using a, a piece of equipment that I really shouldn't be using. You know, we really shouldn't be using it. But okay. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it can't get worse than um. Somebody using the thing to brush to clean the toilet and you put it in the soup and stirred it. I mean, like, that <laughs> you, no, 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 no. Okay. That, I, I have All a little right. story that came to me that I got to tell you before we go because we're going to kind of cut this short. But okay. tell us, tell us. Tell All us. right. All right. We can tease so, you. I know. I know. So I was, I was, I was doing some stuff in the oven, you know? She wants to tell. I don't want to tell because y'all are going to just hold this one's going to be forever and ever. Amen. You know, it's going to be like, I'll be defined as this forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell it. <laughs> well, well, we'll give you a grace period to get yourself together. And on the next show tomorrow, you must tell it. I have to tell it. Everybody oh, is going to be sitting here like, okay. They go get in the comment. Ella, tell Listen, what it is. When I tell it, bug you. when I tell it, forever as long as I'm on this platform, somebody's gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to get away from it. I won't. Um, I won't. But needless to say, it wasn't that simple. It wasn't that simple. <laughs> high vibe. It really wasn't that simple. Oh God. Oh my God. Mm -mm. All right. Who the, who the hell well, cares? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a disgusting story. Yes, go ahead. Disgusting story. I was with a group of people that I knew one person a little better, mm -hmm. but it was very trustworthy. So, you know, I'm okay. hanging out with this crew out here in Ghana and didn't really know. I didn't even, I didn't even grasp the names, all of them, you know, because mm -hmm. they were native names. And, and, you know, I'm not used to, and you try your best and you're still adjusting, you know. Um, so they were making some stops. They had to take care of some business. It didn't concern me, but they brought me along. So they're making some stops. And so this particular house, this was way out in the country. And some of the homes there weren't as developed. Okay. It wasn't like really bad, but it wasn't developed. A lot of kids running around and stuff. Mm -hmm. So the woman... The mother, over all the kids and stuff, the actual guy that was hanging with the main one that had his friends also, he was coming to see the husband. Mm -hmm. so, with that being said, the husband wasn't there. Right. So you know how sometimes when you're offered food, <laughs> you're offered food. And I'm going to wrap it up. He's going to gross us out, guys. He's going to gross yeah. us out. Yeah, I'm going to gross you all out. So you can hit that little button and get out of here or you can just take it all right now. Right? He's going to gross share, us out. I'm going to share this sense of disgust, right? So anyway, um, God. We'll just, yeah, anyway, so she said, come on in, come on in. And so we all went in and she knew everybody else. And she says, who? And so I introduced myself and you know, we we're all standing there. She said, listen, three minutes, the food's going to be ready. You have to eat this food. Hold on one second. Someone's at the door. G give me a second. Give me a second. Mm -mm. Right back. All right. All right. 
I am not even going to tell my story because th this here one here story, this, it, listen, remind me tomorrow. God, you know, I say creator willing. Uh, I will, we need, we need more of the regulars in here. A lot of our regular folks are not here today. So we need more of the regulars to hear how unbelievable, unbelievable this was. It was, listen, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely unbelievable. But anyway, go right ahead, Brother Lance. Tell your story. Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> he didn't really want to stay. Mm -hmm. Out of courtesy, he sat down by the table. And um, I sat down by the table. And there was a water issue going on. It just happened, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the daughters that might have been like seven or eight, Nine, seven, eight, in there. There was one God really young Jesus. because she, she, she was missing her two for teeth. So she had a cute little smile. Mm -hmm. The other one was older. And so the food was there, but there was nothing mixed like a beverage, you know. But they didn't want to be there to eat anyway. Like the other guys went outside, made cell phone calls. Oh, we'll be in, in a second. And so we sat there <laughs> and the young girls came out with something to drink. Right? <laughs> Put it down in the table. And, you know, homeboy who I was with, he starts sipping. Hmm, it's good. And I went, and the, the scent didn't. There was, was just something about it, something huh? wrong with it. It was something wrong. So I was like, I actually put my lips to the glass. I, I put it back down. I said, uh-uh. Because the, the water was cut off. Mm -hmm. It like water issue, right? Some, mm -hmm. Something to pump or whatever. So I took a couple bites of the food. It was all right. The homeboy had a call. He had an emergency. He said, listen, we got to get out of here. And so the mother came out and she looked down. She said to the girls, where did you get that? There's no running water right now. And they were standing there all cute. <laughs> like they were doing something good. So the <laughs> secret. <laughs> so homeboy is ready to go. I said, "Hold on a second, wait. Let's. Uh, I, I need to hit. You know, I didn't make a lot. I, said, I knew something was up because that thing didn't smell right." Boy. So, so when the mother, I said, "Secret, <laughs> secret." So what? Is, what is secret? <laughs> and I lied. I said, that was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Tell me the secret. Come on, man. Let's get out of here. I said, nah, man. He drank like a whole glass. <laughs> you just waiting for it. You just waiting to know what it is. I see. I, you need to know. They didn't know no better. They thought they were doing something good. So I said, take me to secret. The mother wasn't around, whatever. And he walked me back. They walked me in the bathroom by the toilet. The water that was in there, they used it to mix the daggone drink and <laughs> put it on the table. They didn't know no better. They were young. They were oh. like... <laughs> oh, the guy was like, hey, "What's up with that, man? Why you?" I said, "Yeah, you enjoyed that drink and the meal. Really, just need to move on." I was like, "Oh my god!" I want to I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. Well, I'm sure he's listening now. Nigga <laughs> was drinking toilet water with some sugar in it. Oh my god! And when I looked in the toilet, you know they have a thing that I call point of impact. And point of impact is when something drops 
and mm-hmm. hits and mm-hmm. leaves a little mark. Mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, that point of impact hadn't been cleaned up, huh? Hadn't been scrubbed was, off. No, but there was water down in it. It went, so you. It went to the drink. side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Water, mm-hmm. urine. Oh, God. Point of impact. Right. <laughs> but they didn't know. Secret. Oh my God! Just like my little phobia when I was younger, and my grand uh, aunt had soap in the bottom of the daggone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love you, all, but I gotta be right there, and I gotta know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got essence to mango, but they had secret. I ain't drinking no secret. <laughs> I didn't want to tell homeboy either because he would he would have been sick. He would have sick. Well, I could think about is Alicia Keys. I won't tell. Your secrets. Look what sun kissed right. <laughs> God. Boom, God, boom. <laughs> oh, God. I can't. I cannot. I cannot. My question I cannot. is those young girls come out to. Give a secret potion to the mother. Oh God! It was solving an issue because the water stopped running. It was something wrong with the pump. Yeah. Oh my sure. gosh, that is crazy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable indeed. <laughs> oh Nika, hello love. Joe, so she has to Miko. come in. <laughs> oh. And Miko, wow. right? Right? Yeah, Miko. Right. But what I want to do say. Yeah, we're gonna end this a little earlier, even though we know it's like to eleven thirty. We say yeah. that's the bare minimum because we do have another show coming at seven. That's gonna be very interesting and different. Seven for to- you. Remember now. Remember seven oh, oh, for I'm you. Sorry. Right, right. Right. Seven. Right. But one was mm-hmm. it one? Right. One for you. No, I'm sorry. two. Two is two for us. Two for okay because they're in Texas. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. Yeah, I'm. I got to make the banners and get everything set up. Make the link and put it out there. Um, and then possibly later on after that, uh, Sister Beatrice Noel will come and, and do something. I have to right. really finalize it because it's flexible with her. So there'll be more. And um, this uh, particular book that we're going to speak about, mm-hmm. the author's going to speak about, you know, her sexual abuse from very young. Oh, wow. You go in detail. I'll let that cat out the bag. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be live. You're going to see her face. We're going to be talking with the banners and all that stuff like that. So I have to make all that stuff up mm-hmm. and kind of promote. You know, and as well as do the other things, because I'm I'm 11 videos behind on transferring it to the blog. <laughs> so so everything went out right, yesterday right. wasn't as much, wasn't the recent stuff. So I got to pop that, you know, <clears throat> get, that, get that out there and then get while I'm doing that show, I'll be getting the one ready with Beatrice once I find out what time we're going to start. So we got right. this one, that one and the other one and maybe a late night. Job. I can't promise. I might and listen. Stop, wow. stop, 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 stop. Don't say it. Let it be a surprise when it happens because, right. you know, we do have family members on here that genuinely want to have a comedy or a fun night. And, I you know. know, whenever we say it, they it's, kind of look yeah. forward so to I won't it. Say it right? no more. I won't say it right. no more. You, right. you, you're probably coming a little later, like, oh, this is one of those nights. Because, like I always said, I can't just come out like a professional and just walk on the stage and be funny. No, I don't even think I'm funny. Number one, I just right. got to start out with normal conversations, start telling funny stories, and get amped up. And mm-hmm. then you're full. You know, right. I, I need a comedic full play is what I need. Right. I just, right. You know, 
Right. How many times do we, how many times we, we got the big banner comedy night and it turns out to be a philosophical show. And we're, no, we're right, just, right. That, <laughs> you that, know, it doesn't work out that way either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have a banner made like once we get on a roll. Okay. It's mm -hmm. really popping now. Put it in, you know, mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound right. Just ahead. It did, it did not sound right at all. It did. And we were doing so good, you know, <laughs> not one miss, miss word, miss, miss sentence, misspoke that took us, you know, down the other road. Right, right. But this, <laughs> but this. Secret. <laughs> Secret. Secret. But anyways, um, while the guy was drinking, they were just on the side, like, and they didn't have no venom. Like they didn't think it was wrong. That's the thing. They, they were just happy that it tasted good, as yeah. far as he was concerned. And yeah, whenever you, know. you see some little kid hand you something to drink, and they over there, <laughs> before you drink, it said, "Where'd you get this?" <laughs> Secret. Oh. Uh uh, no baby. Hey <laughs> man. <laughs> what did she say again? Shit oh, aid. the shit aid, yeah. <laughs> I took my glasses off for a second. I thought she had said something else. <laughs> I take these glasses off. I can't see anything. Let me put on my glasses. Wait, wait, wait. Let don't us, read don't it. Let this chatter allow Empress to skate out and get out of telling her story. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just what you think. <laughs> He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's always Jack, watching. To Jack, get Santa Claus, Jack, Jack Griffin. He knows when you are sleeping. Oh, All right. Okay. Uh, for Jack. <laughs> Jack Griffin says it. I'm going to say, like, Judge Jack Griffin. This is Judge Jack Griffin. Don't let this chatter allow EEG to skate out of telling her. I had to put my glasses on to read that. I had to he put wasn't my glasses on. The day. He's like, listen, you can tell this one now. Jack. All right. It's, it, it might not be. It might It might be lame after this because, you know, I, I built no, it up so much. It. It's going to be I lame. All right. So here's a story. I'm in the kitchen, you know, and I'm making I'm making dinner, you know, blah, blah. It was it was holiday day, you know, and mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm doing my thing. Now, here's the problem. Mike. My oven on the main floor, for some reason, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with the line, you know, the, the gas line. <clears throat> so it won't, it won't warm up past a certain temperature, but it works good. You know, you, you can do certain things if you're doing it for a long period of time. So I was making some cornbread to make stuff in mm -hmm. and I put mm -hmm. it in there and it was taking too long. It was rising, but it was just taking too long for me, you know? So I was too lazy to go down to the lower level where there's another oven. There's another kitchen. I could have gone down there and put it in, in that oven down there, right? Oh. And I'm like, ah, I'll just I'll just put it in the microwave and just put it on low and let you know and let the microwave finish it up. <clears throat> okay. So I'm in the kitchen by myself. So I put it in the microwave. I put it on power level four and I let it go for two minutes and I checked it and everything was okay. And I put it back in this time. Now I'm putting it on power level nine. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, my daughter walks into the kitchen right as I was about to hit the start button. And she goes to me, mommy, do you have a metal pad in the microwave? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not so bad. You forgot, but it was a senior no. moment. Listen, listen. A metal pan on power level nine or power level ten in the microwave is unalive people because you're gonna blow up the damn house. Oh God. <laughs> you know? I know. And she's like, she's like, you have a metal pan in the microwave, and hear me, hear me, right? Oh, 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 the cornbread mix will dissipate the energy. <laughs> the what? The what? The mix. The <laughs> Making excuses with it. Yes. She's looking at me. Yeah. She's looking at me like, are you serious? <laughs> and when did you realize that you made a big boo-boo? When she said it. When you realize it until later on? When she came and saw it, because I swear it it was not registering in my head that I had put a metal pen in the microwave, right? And after I was washing some dishes and I was laughing because all I could hear her, you know, she said, are you serious? But all I could hear her saying in my head was, Jesus Christ. But she wouldn't say it. She wouldn't say it to me. You know, she's not going right, to say, you know, right, like, right. she's like, well, maybe, like, maybe, maybe she was, um, maybe she was no. disgusted because or annoyed because more things like this happen that you didn't realize. No, no, no. Don't say that, Lance. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. It's, it's a frightening, listen, it's a very frightening thought. It's a very frightening experience. And I'm, I'm not making excuses, but uh, one of the things that I know that made it so easy for me to do that. I usually put them in corning ware. You know, I have the big um, corning ware um, <clears throat> dish that I usually use for that. So when I took it out and put it in the microwave, I didn't see metal. I didn't see metal pan. I didn't think you're putting, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh my God. That was a senile moment. That was a senile moment. Oh. Remember we spoke about a long time ago, like forming a, a group of people who are caregivers for individuals who have Stop Alzheimer's. it, Lance. I'm not even Stop joking it. on you. No, 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 no. I'm not joking on you. I'm not saying you have that. I'm not saying, no, no, no. I'm not I would never say that. Nah, that wouldn't be correct. You're that. right. You're what right. I, what I want to do is um oh, have God. a show of those who are caregivers and the things that we have to go through when we have a parent, a grandparent, or whatever who has that, because remember we spoke about that. Yeah, you know, I do, I do. But, but I not do. to put anybody's business out there, whatever. But if you've had any kind of situation where there's a humorous <laughs> side to it, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, when you're a caregiver to somebody yeah. who has Alzheimer's, whatever. My mom, my mom, for, my father for a while, yes. you know, before he passed. He had it. So there's things that happen that you're like, oh I'm not God. saying that you got it. I'm just saying that, you Listen, know. Listen, I felt like her. I felt like her for a second there. I was like, oh, my God, what is happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? That's the crazy part because, was, see, I and I see, she, um, she, she just made it easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was wrong. I was like. My, my my lip touched the glass, so maybe little, you know. But I was like, "And see, see the secret? They didn't speak English that good, you know." Right, right. Country, you know, and they they felt Listen, we were doing good. 
it wasn't even the funny. It's like, it's just the senior senile moment of the whole darn thing, you know? And it was her reaction more than, you know, it was like, do you, <laughs> do you have a metal pan in the microwave? <laughs> She's looking at me like, what the hell am I seeing right now? What, what What's happening here? <laughs> no. No. no, but I'll tell you one. We're going to do this show so that somebody's going to hear the story and say, and say, okay, he broke the ice, so I'm gonna talk about it. I remember one time my father, he was um, and he had the full-blown Alzheimer's, right? Right. Gradual to the point where even you as a person <laughs> you're like, was that just a mistake? Or and then after a while, you're like, okay, this is what it is. So I went to the room, he was gone that quick. What this is about two o'clock in the afternoon. And of course, he's home. He's going to walk around in his little box of shorts and, and slippers mm -hmm, sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and what time of the year was this? This was like was a fall or spring. It wasn't cold. It wasn't hot. And so I'm looking all over the house for him. I don't see him. Mm -hmm. I look at the front. I see the front gate just swung wide open. I said, oh, Oh, man. Lord. And so I looked across the street, and he was talking to two of the neighbors that he knows very well. And they knew the situation. But when I looked outside, he had his dress, shoes on, <laughs> my tube socks that had like they had a little blue band around it, pulled up, box of shorts, and 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 a, and a blazer with the Kango and the dark glasses, just you know, talking normal. He was a cool dude, cool yeah. Joe. <laughs> His back was to me, he was across the street. When the neighbors saw me, they, they were like, they had a little smirk. I, I wasn't mad because of that, it was funny. <laughs> you got dress shoes on, tube socks, your boxer shorts, with a little thing that clips together and, and holds, and holds yeah. your clothes. Mm -hmm. That one that he had on, the thing was like not working. And so you saw like grayish pubic hair. You know? Oh no. Talking. So the way I would do it, to save face, I wouldn't say, get over here, what are you doing? I would never do that. I walked over and I went to the neighbors. I said, listen, you got a business call. It's very important. You got to, okay, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you maintain the manhood. So he's in that mindset, not realizing you got boxer shorts on. Oh my gosh. Underwear. Oh <laughs> my gosh. A Kango cap. Oh my gosh. Listen, <laughs> man, listen, we well, can we do. We yeah. we can do that. We can do that because you know you're between your dad, my mom, and whoever else comes up in here. People who hear that 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 yeah. don't have anybody to relate to. That's what I'm trying to say because yes. you're not making fun of, but in all of that, it can be hurtful when you see a father, mother, loved one, yeah. you know, and sometimes yeah. they don't really know you. But then on a spiritual level, they start talking to friends that you yeah. never knew, yeah, because they're about to cross over. Yes. So what I'm saying, that whole gray area of yes. nobody even talks about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's true. You know, um, my mom's in the um she's she's mm -hmm. in the rehab. So I yes. went there, I went there on Thursday to see her and to drop off some things. And mm -hmm. the, the night nurse, she came over to me, she goes, Oh, your mother was in rare form today. And I'm like, What do you mean? Because <laughs> when, when they tell me she's Usually she these things personally. These yeah, they don't. Usually she'd be cussing them out and she'd be used. I mean, she has used every Jamaican bad word I used before. Never in her life. 
the 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 worst Jamaican bad word you could ever possibly imagine. My mother, my mother be putting it down. You know that was in her, but she never oh, said it. Exactly. Or she so, was thinking it. All the time. So I, I said I said to her, What happened? What happened? She goes, Oh, she thought that she was um she was going home to take care of her baby and she got home and she had to nurse the baby. And I'm like, What are you talking about, nurse the baby? Oh, she took lift up her her blouse and she took out her boobs and she was about to nurse the baby. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? She said, oh yes, I'm very serious. They had to tell her, you know, Miss G, you can't do that. You can't. <laughs> you, can't you can't do that. Yeah, she was. She and and there were men around there, you know. And mm. they, they they're not all senile. They all have different levels of, you know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> situations. Side of, side of a titty can activate certain, you know, system exactly. breasts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it was like, oh my god, what next? What am I gonna hear next? I remember. I remember there was an older woman. She wasn't like old, 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 but she was an <clears> old. <throat> she was a grandmother, and her daughter had a child, so she was with the granddaughter. And um, how old was I? Like. 12 or 13, you know, the age when as a decent young man who amongst your friends, you talk about all the decadent, crazy, nasty things, but when mm -hmm. I, you know, good afternoon. So, so, you know, so I was always a comedian who said things amongst, I was never like evil or confrontational or insulting people, but when left alone, there's a bunch of us, we were saying all kinds of things. So the lady was inside and, you know, she's a little heavy set, and, you know, she had breasts like Medea. Like, they were long and, I mean, it was like way down by her knees. Just no, what, did you, what did you call them the other day? You had a name for them. I forgot what you called them. It wasn't pendulous. It was something else that you, another term what, that what you had used. Hmm? Oh, oh, flower in the sock titties. No, 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 no. Nothing yeah, that, nothing. Halloween in the sock and yeah. Like, <laughs> no, this was a this was a, a dictionary word you used. <laughs> this was a word for the dictionary. It's okay. It's okay. But now, yeah. Don't be thinking about an alternative word for titty now. You got me messed I, up. I got you messed up. Finish telling the story. So anyway, she was inside a house and we were down the side <clears> of the house. Because there's other kids that were in the house. But right. the mother, her daughter, the mother of the young child, you know, was there. Mm -hmm. And so she was complaining. She wasn't talking to us. We overheard it because the houses were so close together. And so we, we, we heard everything she was saying. So we were making jokes amongst ourselves. So she was like, if she, if she don't get back, what she expect me to nurse the baby. Right. So mm -hmm. I said to the other guys, I said, if she, if she nursed the baby, she would have put the baby on the floor and it didn't hit him <laughs> because her nipples were down by the floor. <laughs> And she she happened to hear it. She said, "Who said that about me, Lance? Did you say?" I said, "No, I didn't." <laughs> yes, he did. Oh my gosh! Oh she no! You're in the floor because your nipples already down there. Oh like, my gosh! I was in the Corrections Academy. I won't even say the name because she probably listens to the show or whatever. But I used to draw like little cartoons, 
mm-hmm. during the class, like when we had, you know, we had to learn different things, statutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I'm bored. I'm sitting here like, and that's what got me back into drawing to, to, as a precursor that got me back, that got me online, that got me to write and do all this other stuff. If it wasn't for that p- particular period of time for me, I probably would never even be doing this because that led to right. all this. Me just drawing pictures and people like, oh my God, that's so good. Because to me, it was like, that's no big thing. I always did this, you know? So I'm drawing people, drawing people. So during the break, if they saw me like this, looking down and in the same exact pen, because that's what I draw with, mm-hmm. they all come over the screen. Like, what you got for us, man? What you got for us? <laughs> it was like, oh, and it would all come and it would be in the book. And so I say, go ahead, turn to page 37. I'll do it like on the later chapters, later right. parts of the book. So that particular one we were on, you'd see it. And I would just close the book and walk away. And by the time I walk away five steps, oh my God, oh, so, so, so. And they take the book and hide it. It was like, some people who weren't down with that didn't know. They were like, what's going on with you? Every, every time there's a break, whatever. So I drew a picture of this particular officer and we had an instructor who had these very long hands. And I don't care, because he, he was a knucklehead. He made me write a hundred a thousand word things because I missed on I was so he didn't like me. He was old womanized, a pimp preacher. There's a preacher on the side. Mm-mm. So so he had these long hands, but some reason I, this guy despised me. I don't know if it was because I was from New York and he was from down in the south, but he was always trying to keep himself fly. And I was never into that. I was just myself. So he'd say little things, little barbs. So his name was Hawkins, his last name, right? Mm-hmm. I called him Hawk Hands. Uh-uh. Hands were so long, I called him Hawk Hands, right? So I drew a picture of him and that particular officer that he was, con- well, she wasn't an officer legally yet, but she was in the academy class. He was, it was a slight flirting going on. Right. You know, wait a second, what is that? That's you? Uh-huh. Okay, that was an old, old show, right? So anyway. No, that's my ringtone. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, okay, that's right, I forgot. So mm-hmm. yeah, so... um. She, she had these long breasts that were down low. Mm-hmm. Um, even the women who were in the academy class, her age, because she's a little older, they would be in the back in the, in, in, in the locker room or taking a shower between different things. You, to, you know, because sometimes we do some defensive stuff and you're sweating, whatever, or they have right. to change. So she went and took a quick shower and they all came out laughing, like, like her breasts almost touching her feet. So, oh, my God. He got on my nerves one of the days. So I got back at him by drawing him and her in a dressing room together where you pull across, you know, you the pull curtain. a curtain, right? Mm-hmm. But you can still see like their feet mm-hmm. and up to their ankles. So, so I said, <laughs> I drew a picture of Hawk Hands and his favorite uh, girl. Everybody knew who it was mm-hmm. engaging play in a Macy's waiting room or a dressing room, right? I just made it up. And mm-hmm. all you saw, was his hands tweaking nipples with feet. And that's what you can see. I didn't even have to put the name on there. They were like, and he got around. And, um, oh so I took a picture of him, but he never approached me. He just started like nitpicking me all the time. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. we had we got the protective body armor type stuff. We were doing kicks. Mm-hmm. And, I got paired up with him because we didn't, it was like everybody had to have a partner and it was a, right. a, a, a odd number that day. We always had the one who I was always with was gone. So I know he was going to try to kick the mess out of me. He tried. 
And it was my turn to practice and kick. I kicked him so hard. He fell to the ground. He was so mad. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. But there's the one who was the administrator over everything. Yeah. A big, big academy thing. But there's a couple of little modules there. It was uh, Valencia College West. Uh-huh. She came in one day. And she had the book. And she was always pleasant. At first, she was like stern. And she got a little more pleasant. And she came <clears throat> She says, um, Lance, Lance Gervin, um, I need to talk to you. You need to come into the office now. She made a point of being so serious because she had all this power. And I was like, what did I do? Because I became like somewhat of a low-key comedian, always joking, when it, not to insult and not to make right. stuff get out. I got right. my little crew of five or six people who were like, yo, what you got for us? So anyway... I went into her office and she was sitting like this. I was like, man, I really messed it. They're going to kick me out of here. So I sat down and she says, um, Lance, do you know anything about this? And she had a piece of paper and she placed it ahead of me. And I said, yes, I drew that. I was just ready for whatever she's going to say. I accepted it. I was busted. And she was sitting there. She said, Lance, look me in my eye. And I looked in her eye. You know what she did? As serious as she was, she was like. <laughs> I was like. Whew. She says this. What the but you can't have this get around. When I saw this, I, my, my, I had two chicken nuggets. I was choosing and they are chewing and they came out my, my right nostril. This is you're in the wrong place, Lance. Oh my God. Can I keep this? I'm going to frame this. Don't oh this my God. Please, every time you draw something and when you're done showing your crew, give it to me. I have to keep them. Just don't do one about me. As a matter of fact, do you see, um, do you see the Sergeant so-and-so over there? He's, uh, over over the uh, police, the sheriff, cadets, or whatever, whatever they call them, right? I said, please, before you go, draw one of him for me. I'm going to tell you how I want it. I was like, oh, but the picture she saw was this big, fat, redneck guy who he was like a country bunkin. Uh-huh. But he had an answer, and he did everything. Anything you brought up in your experiences as we talked in that academy class, yeah, well, I remember one time, it was back in 1987, you know, I, it's like people are like, oh, God, you did everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so so he was always talking amongst the fellas because it's like a lot of these rednecks, they're they so caught up in what black men are doing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, sir, have you ever been in a bed with three women before? I would play, like, I say no. I'm like, you don't even want to know that one, right? But, well, I remember one time, so said, you fat out of shape, redneck, stinking. I mean, it got on your nerves sometimes. So he's like, well, you know, because the way I'm hung and whatever. Now, he was always saying that a little too loud for the other ladies to hear it in the regular class. Uh-huh. The I'm hung so much. So I need peek to see if anybody like, oh, man. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. That just made me sick. <laughs> so we were somewhere far out. It was about the range. And um, we were on a break and no instructors were around. So he didn't want to walk all the way down to go where the restroom was. So he went over by a tree and hauled off. Another guy went and took a leak. And he's like, you know, as much as he brags about his um, being hung, his testicles are longer than his penis. I'm like, what? I said, you saw that? He said, yeah, I'm not interested, but 
I saw it. What? I figured. So, so, so why did I draw him taking a leak with a pair of tweezers? <laughs> That's the picture she saw. I don't know what happened to it. And I was scared. I was like, oh, man, I hope this doesn't get into the, the wrong hands. Oh, That's my God. She presented to me, and she was like, I was like, yes. I thought I was like in court. Yes, that, that is mine. I am guilty. I submit to whatever you do. And she was like, ah! she cracked up. Oh, yeah. my God. That's what started me drawing and stuff again. You know what I mean? That was, that was crazy. Two sacks and a tweezer. Yeah, yeah, and, and I drew him with this big body. You know, he was he had no balance. You can knock him down easy. He was he was imposing if you just saw him. He's no he was fat, but he, he he lifted weights a little bit, you could tell, but he was just fat, like a mm -hmm. slob. Mm -hmm. He used that size and intimidation and you know, trying to act a certain way. I used to beat him around <laughs> small as I mean, I was not small, small, but I mean compared to him, he was like this guy walking with this image and whatnot. And they used to love when what they is going on in this him. house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they would pit him against me because it was always funny because he was big. I didn't want him to fall on me. Right, you know I mean? right, right. Yeah, that was funny. Right. But I'm going to get ready to wrap this down because we're at the two-hour mark. Mm -hmm. I got to get prepared for the, the other shows tonight and stuff like that. I'll play a little music. I'm going to be here for another 15 minutes, but it won't be like All an right. hour worth. Anything you want to say on that on the wrap down? Thank you, Jack. That's all I have. To say. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jack Griffin said it all. <laughs> That's Jack all I have to say. Thank That's you, right. Jack. Thank you so much. <laughs> Get out of telling the story. Thank you. That's right. He's always and, here. And thank you, INIC, for understanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Um, you know, like the title said, this life is not easy, but sometimes yeah, we, we make it even more difficult. Yeah, we, yeah, we make it more difficult on ourselves just by our behavior, our actions, you know, um, the things that we take for granted and, mm -hmm. um, you know, the people we take for granted and the things that we throw off on people. So, you know, go within, as Brother Lance always say, do the darn thing, do the, you know, the introspection, do the dangerous introspections that are necessary to keep us grounded. And to keep metal containers out of the microwave. And to keep, listen, man. And to and not I, drink. And to not, not drink from babies. <laughs> they go in the back somewhere and come back with something. <laughs> if they don't make it in front of you give them a nice kiss on the cheek and say thank you sweetheart I'll drink this later <laughs> and the funny part is my friend was talking about how good it was I was like oh god I couldn't oh tell oh my them. gosh oh dear god help us <laughs> anyways <laughs> thank all you right. everyone for being here yes. tomorrow is another day and if the world lasts then we're all here you know we'll see you again in the rising all right in two hours, a little less than two hours, you know. You'll be back, yes. Take care, brother Lance. Okay, all right. All righty. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do, way less than they see. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Because it's a war on the real, baby. Look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby. Look out. Can't be a real. I get you canceled. The whole system need to dismantle. Coppers treated like the utmost warning. Trying to rule the block, but don't know what goes on. It. News got a story with a new take on me. Carrying out the window with the screw face on me. But I know that God love me when my burn. 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned. Wonder when your government don't make me legal. Burn the whole city if I can't be equal. Get off my please, Brad, I earn that. 400 years, how you still ain't learned? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do way less than they see. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre. Tell them free my middle finger to your honor. In the days coming down the seconds on the timer. Goofy still trying to purchase that designer. About to buy, learn to grow my own food. Cause I don't like the look they give me in the whole foods. And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy. But ain't sweet, think we thin. My whole attitude on MC Ren. It's my neighborhood now, Bob, I bought that. 400 years, how you still ain't caught that? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do way less than they see. Because it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. God, 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 God.